Yo, 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 welcome, welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I am Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we're here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and news, news, news. Seattle, no Baker. What up? (laughs) They capping. They capping. They capping, man. They said they ain't got no real interest. They capping. Of course they are. Yeah, Captain Baker, we love you. Um, you just, <laughs> you're, you're just not, you're just not that great. <laughs> but we gonna find you a home, I promise. <laughs> they, <laughs> I guarantee you, if Cleveland were to have more money, if they were to spend more money on that, they would have real interest. Right. Well, yeah, I think, I think, I think a couple of teams would be interested. But for Seattle to say they never really had any. True interest, they're lying. Like they're they they gotta be lying. You can't just say, yo, we're cozy at quarterback. Right exactly. Now. Like you can't just say that. What's up though, man? How's your weekend? Man, it's uh it's been good prepping. Um going home uh tomorrow. So yeah, can't nice. wait to be home, spend time with DMV. the family and everything. Yes, sir. DMV. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time, man. That's what's up, man. My weekend was good. Uh just hung out with my friends this past weekend, got us a little lake house mm-hmm. on the lake, obviously. Probably in the pool for about 30 hours. So <laughs> Uh, really just recovering. I am burnt. I my am boy. black. <laughs> my boy about to turn into a raisin. <laughs> bro, what? <laughs> bro, I'm not going to lie. At one point, I might have been in the pool for like five hours straight. I, I stepped on the concrete. I thought I was just going to like evaporate. <laughs> I thought I was going I thought, I thought I was just going to melt. <laughs> Your fingertips like, got wrinkles in them? <laughs> bro, that junk, that junk was nuts. I was like, dang, I aged like 50 years. That's crazy. <laughs> but it was fun, man. I had, I had a good weekend. And, you know, everything was all tame until KD decided to set the world on fire (laughs) right before free agency with a trade request out of Brooklyn with a wish list of the Suns and Heat. Yeah. Two two number one seeds, ironically. Mm -hmm. Go figure. (laughs) Go go figure. But are you shocked at all by this KD request? No, I remember us talking last week and I told you this wasn't over yet. Like, I just I had a feeling that this was not over yet, even with Kyrie opting in. And, you know, you know, that same day when we released the pod that Thursday, later yep. that day, Katie requested a trade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it was almost right on cue. I kind of wanted to just <laughs> cut the pod and start it over. <laughs> like, like seriously. But how much do you blame Kyrie for the collapse of the what could have been Nets? Because they they are they should be a part of Drewski's could have been records because yeah. they had they had James Harden, Katie and Kyrie, which would have been like one of the best trios ever yeah. in the history of basketball and they got no no rings together barely any playoff uh wins together and not even a lot of games together in general and all of them seem to have forced their way out in brooklyn so how much do you blame Kyrie for that yeah i think i think Kyrie has a big part in it just because of everything that has happened has revolved <laughs> Mainly around Kyrie Irving. <laughs> dude, dude, dude be acting so oblivious. When they told dude be acting so oblivious when he get blamed. Like, nah, what you mean? I mean, I've been doing my thing. Bro, you play like 30% of the game. It's embarrassing. Kyrie, look, out of 82 games this year, 
Kyrie missed over 50 games. <laughs> he missed over 50 games and got paid nearly $40 million. <laughs> Part-time ball player, full-time salary. Part- that is unbelievable. Part- part-time ball player, full-time salary. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I blame Kyrie for, I would say, at least 70% of yeah. what's happened within the past three years. Uh, I mean, there was problems there when, you know, Harden was there and mm-hmm. Kyrie wasn't playing. The vaccine mandate was, you know, holding him up. and He didn't want to get vaccinated. Yeah. Not only did he not want to get vaccinated, he was always in the media, um, you know, just just rambling and then saying, you know, we don't really need a coach. Yeah. Me, me and KD are going to run this team. Yeah. It's like, bro, like, I don't even know if your team really rock with you like that. <laughs> so it's, it's almost like he's oblivious to like what's really happening and the effect that he's caused on the team. And I feel like KD was kind of just fed up with it. I feel like, you know, there's a lot of up and down as far as their relationship. And I feel like KD has been pretty solid. Like since he's got there, yeah. he held it down. Other than just, yeah, other than that first year when yeah. KD was was you know rehabbing to get back from yeah. that yeah. ACL tear, KD yeah. has been playing and by himself literally got them to the Eastern Conference Finals and was one pinky toe away from getting them into the finals by himself. James Harden was on one leg, Kyrie was hurt, and it was yeah. literally KD. Yeah. It was a KD yeah. show at that point in time. It, it, it was, and he hooped against the yeah. Bucks. Like, we remember that. He hooped. Yeah. But, I mean, injury injuries aside, because injuries are a part of the game. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I get it. If there's a player that's constantly hurt, you can't really, right. you know, rely on them if they're always hurt. But, like, it, it seems like Kyrie missed a ton of games for non-injury-related reasons. Yeah, and I was done. Non-basketball. <laughs> yeah, non, yeah, non-basketball in general, like. Kyrie took like a mental health day. Yeah, like, he, he he took off for his birthday. You remember? <laughs> yeah, you remember when uh, taking your birthday off in the league is crazy. <laughs> you remember when the Capitol storming happened? Yeah, the insurrection. Kyrie took like three weeks off for mental health. Bruh, he just, you would have thought he worked at the Capitol. I <laughs> like, bruh. He took like three weeks off after that and said he was not of the mental state. To who? And we, yeah. he needs to do more in the community. Like, bro, come he, on, man. He, he going to rebuild the capital. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he, maybe he goes and rebuilds the capital, man. I don't know. And then, and then a week later, we see this man in New York playing flag football. Like, <laughs> like come, come on, man. <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, I just I think his uh, his self-awareness is just pretty low. Yeah. Um, and, and if not, I just think that, you know, he overestimates or under, excuse me, he underestimates like what his effect is on yeah. the team. Yeah. And somebody as good as KD, who is still, you know, a top player in the league, mm-hmm. you're, you're wasting his time. Yeah. If, if you're not going to help, you're wasting his time. So I feel like, yeah, after all of that, it's, KD's just like, you know what? I, I want to go somewhere else. And I don't blame him. Yeah. But I, I have two questions for you. One, where realistically do you think Durant ends up? Mm-hmm. And two, him trying to move on again. What do you think this means for his overall legacy? So what I'm going to tell you is, <laughs> you know, Miami aside, KD mm-hmm. wants to come to Phoenix. Yeah. I would I say that this has been going on since the middle of May. And I would say that the Nets have known that this was going to happen. And then his... You know his business manager and he 
talk to Josai and let them know that he wants out. This happened after they were unwilling to give Kyrie Irving a four-year contract to match his four-year contract. So that's also part of this is he wanted to be with Kyrie for the next four years. And if he was going to be committed and Kyrie was not going to be committed, then he wanted out because they came there together. So that was a big part of that. Um, so Joe side, you know, they came respectfully, you know, they never had, he, KD's never had issues with the front office. He's always been respectful. He's always been at practice. He's always been, you know, participating in the games, listening to the coach, all those kinds of things. The, the relationship with Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets are good. The relationship yep. with Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets is not good. <laughs> I think we all know that at this point in yeah. time. Little, Kyrie, little, little shaky. Kyrie had to, like, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm sure you, 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 you know, you read this, but Kyrie Irving was holding his own practices outside of practice. Swag. And was walking out. He, Kyrie Irving walked out of practice several times. Yeah, no, they don't. Um, I don't think they care. Like, I, I don't think the Nets care about Kyrie at all. Yeah. Like, they, I think they want him removed. Like, I think that was very evident. Mm-hmm. They were unwilling to give him a extension, like with you know multiple right. years. Of how much that they're they're just tired of the Kyrie saga. They are. They and are. They're, they're ready for a new new face in Brooklyn, and they really don't care if they have to rebuild mm-hmm. or cut their cut their losses with Kyrie. I think you know. They're trying to do whatever they can to keep KD, and they know that them those two are, you know, in a sense, a package deal. So I don't think they're willing to obviously extend Kyrie. So if they have to lose KD in the process, think, right? Yeah, I think in the process they're willing to do that as long as they can get, you know, an overhaul of stars back for him. Because yeah. at this point, I don't. They don't want Kyrie at all. Yeah, I, I don't think they want Kyrie at all. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that relationship is pretty much broken. It's just unfortunate that KD, you know, has such a great relationship with Kyrie that, you know, because of his decision or excuse me, because of the Nets decision to not extend him, that kind of created a rift. And now it's like it looks like they're going to lose both stars. I realistically don't know where Durant can end up. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that. Phoenix right now, unless a third team gets involved, I don't think Phoenix will be able to just do it straight up. No, they can't. And that's why a yeah. third team has I mean, to be yeah. involved. Yeah. I think there's gonna there's gonna eventually have to be a third team involved. And I think it will happen. I think this is one of those things that will ultimately kind of be like the Ben Simmons, the Ben Simmons trade where it kind of bleeds into the season. But I don't think KD is gonna sit out. KD likes to hoop. So, so yeah. KD, I, KD, KD is gonna ball. I regardless. do not think it's gonna make it to the season. Um, I would say I would I would give this a, another couple weeks um, right. for this to be done. Um, not to mention that all the general managers will be in Vegas this weekend also. So talks yep. could intensify this weekend. Mm-hmm. By the way, Devin Booker will be sign. He will sign his Supermax extension in Vegas this weekend. Um, <laughs> but well, well deserved. So this is this has been happening like this has been like I said, this has been kind of the occurrence since mid-May-ish. Um, and we know about the relationship Monty has, I mean, I'm sorry, KD has with Monty Williams. They go back a long ways to when Monty coached him in OKC. And then, you know, the unfortunate accident that happened with Monty's wife and that yep. kind of bonded them even closer. And then you have the situation to where he has this like, you know, 
love of the game with with Devin Booker. So you know they played Team USA together, won a gold medal together, all those kinds of things. So they afar they have been really close. Um, him and CB3 are close too, right? And, and him and Chris Paul are close as well. So this has been kind of brewing for close to a month now, um, and we're just kind of seeing the progressions that have been happening behind the scenes. But the yeah. Suns were not <clears throat> caught off guard by this because they've known. Um, they knew actually a week before the news actually broke nationally. The Suns knew a week before. This is, like I said, this is going to have to involve a third team. I would look at Utah as a potential third team. I would look at Atlanta as a potential third team. Minnesota wanted to jump in this and make this an extension of the Rudy Gobert trade. That could happen. There's a lot of moving parts. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, Toronto, you know, I'm sure they have interest. I'm sure New Orleans has interest. I'm sure Golden State has interest. But the reality of the fact is, Kevin Durant wants Phoenix or Miami. And that's where he's going to end up. If you're the Brooklyn Nets and you're kind of looking at the landscape of the league, you can you can only trade for a certain amount of players because of the Ben Simmons contract. So it's not like you can trade for, you know, Devin Booker or, you know, um, you know, any of the other rookie extended like max extensions because you have Ben Simmons already on the roster who was yep, who already you can traded. Only have one. Right. Yeah, you can only have one of those. You can only trade trade. for one player that's on a rookie max yep. extension. So Brooklyn, I mean, I, I know they want a, a all star in return. I don't I don't know they're if they're gonna get that unless it's Donovan Mitchell, which is an interesting situation, and I'm sure we'll touch on that too. But this is just a, a situation to where it's a waiting game. The Suns have already submitted their offer. They know, like the Nets, know that who, who, and what the Suns are offering, and they want you know both the Nets and the Suns are going to teams now and kind of asking, yeah, do they want in the deal? Do they want to yep. you know they want to be involved yep. in the deal? So yep. this could potentially stretch to three or four teams, and I think it will. I think it has to. Right. And yeah. I think that, you know, I would watch, I don't know, like, I don't know if you're, you're pay, you've been paying attention to like the little moves that Brooklyn, the Jazz yeah. and the Suns yeah. have been making mm-hmm. over yeah. the last like 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. And you can kind of yeah. see what they're doing, right? Like, yeah, based Brooklyn, off Brooklyn's, the moves. Making, Brooklyn's making some space. They signed TJ Warren yeah. and they got him. Yeah. Like they're like teams are creating some space and kind of setting up their teams around, you know, what a potential offer could right. be. And I, Right. I don't really think that I, I do understand what you're saying. I don't really think that it might, I guess, extend until the season. So I take that back. But I do, I do think it'll be a little bit more time than like a quick deal where it's like, yo, we want to get a deal done. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Gonna, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's going to happen by like the end of the week. Right. Yeah, I think it is going to take a couple of weeks. So it probably will get done before the season starts. But it is going to take you know a couple of weeks to get that find that third and or fourth team and kind of yeah. effort moves around to where everyone is you know, fairly happy and can get, you know, the proper assets and compensation for it because I don't think teams are really just trading for next to nothing now. Like yeah. people, people, including Brooklyn, don't want to go into ultimate rebuild mode. Mm-hmm. Like with, with KD on your roster, you automatically become a championship right. contender. Right. And so there are going to be a lot of moving pieces. Like you said, I do think that he wants to go to Phoenix. I think that other teams like potentially a Toronto, mm-hmm. even like a New Orleans, could have a 
easier route as far as the trades because like of the assets per se. But like you said, KD doesn't really, I don't think he wants to go to New Orleans. He's told he's him and his uh, representative have told the Nets he will not play. Yeah. He, he wants to either Phoenix or Miami and specifically yeah, more specifically Phoenix. But yeah, yeah, I know. I know he had his, his two team wish list. I'm sure that he could open up to maybe uh, one or two more teams. I think the Warriors, I don't think that they would be off the table. I think they are. Um, if they had like a crazy, a crazy package. But again, like, it's, I think they're going to try to do what KD wants and right. get him where he needs to be. So we're going to obviously monitor it. And you did bring up Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. We can jump in that. Before, because, before we do that, oh. real quick on Miami and Phoenix. There's <laughs> – with with Miami in, Miami's challenge right now is to find pieces that Brooklyn actually wants. They don't want Tyler Hero. They don't want Donovan uh, – I mean, Duncan Robinson. And then the other thing is Miami – Can't trade for Bam. Right, and they can't, can't trade for Bam. Bam. But yep. the other thing is Miami doesn't control their draft moving forward. I think yeah, they're missing says. Yeah, I think they're missing a few picks um from both the Kyle Lowry sign and trade and I think something else. I think they're missing a few picks. With Phoenix, the good thing about Phoenix, even though that, you know, there's rumored that DeAndre Ayton is not wanted by Brooklyn, but Utah wants DeAndre Ayton. So I would say that, but the Suns draft picks moving forward, they have all of them moving forward nobody controls the sun's draft at all in the next probably you know next seven eight drafts or whatever you want to call it the suns control their their whole draft so the picks that the nets use to get james harden they can recoup that back but like you said there are teams that have already offered brooklyn um a better deal but we know it's a player's league and if katie doesn't want to go there he will not be there yeah, no, I agree totally. I think that ultimately it's going to be KD's decision yeah. on where he wants to go, and he will have the final say-so, obviously. And they should—they want to do right by KD. Mm-hmm. And they should. I mean, KD's never done anything wrong. Right. Kyrie, we can throw you wherever at. We personally don't care. <laughs> That's but yeah, exactly like, what yeah, I... <laughs> like We personally don't care. But yeah, uh, KD, we're going to try to do right by you. So we're going to obviously pay attention in the yeah. closing weeks because I do think the deal will get done eventually. And there will be a third team, and it could potentially be the Utah mm-hmm. Jazz. And speaking of the Jazz, um, what are they doing? Like, what, like, <laughs> like, like when said, <laughs> like, like seriously, like what? Are, what are they doing? What What do you think is happening right now with Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell doesn't want to be there. I think we've talked about that a couple of times on the pod. Like Donovan Mitchell does not want to be in Utah anymore. He's from New York, oh, so I would agree. imagine one of the New York teams would attract him, and. If you saw the robbery that Utah just did to Minnesota, I mean, <laughs> Danny Ainge, I don't know how he got five first-round picks from Minnesota for Rudy Gobert. No. <laughs> I have no idea how he got five first-round picks for Rudy I, Gobert. I, I, I need you to I need you to table that because my next question was I wanted to like just do a quick over overhaul of free agency, like which team you thought made a great move and then which team you thought was just wasting money clearly it's <laughs> clearly <laughs> clearly it's the timberwolves because putting rudy gobert next to carl emmy towns does nothing for me i'm like what is going like i have no you gutted your entire team for this you're going from first round exit to first round exit in yeah. my book exactly like i don't i don't think they got any better at all 
at, at all. Like Rudy Gobert, you know, is just another big body. He's going to clog the lane. Mm-hmm. I guess Carl Anthony Towns said he wants to take his talents outside the paint more. Um, which <laughs> he I want to shoot all I mean, three pointers yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, you know, he was in a three point contest, so I get it. Yeah. Go, go crazy. <laughs> but, but is Rudy Gobert really going to help you get to the next level? Exactly. And no. if, you're, if you're the Timberwolves, you let go of your identity, your defensive identity, and Patrick Beverly. So he's no longer on the team. <laughs> Yo, Pat Bell getting released is hilarious only because he was talking about how yeah. the Timberwolves are so loyal. <laughs> he was talking about how much he loved them. They were willing to take a chance on him when the Clippers weren't. They packaged him right up in that deal. See you. Deuces. Deuces. His realtor got to be livid, bro. It's, it's insane, bro. He moved, he moving every year. This is the fifth time he's been traded since bruh. saying whatever he said to Steph. Like, bro, like... Dude, dude's, dude's a <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Like, which team do you think had an actually solid weekend in free agency? If I had to look at Detroit, I still think they're they're doing a good job of building around their young core. Um, I think Atlanta, obviously, with the Jonte Murray trade and all those things, I think they're doing a good job. It's just it's just really interesting moves coming from the Jazz, like, <laughs> and then. Yeah. I, I don't understand why the Nets gave a first round pick to the Utah Jazz for Royce O'Neal. I have no idea why that happened. Even when the when the trade was announced, like I tweeted, I was like, I was like, okay, like why? Like I just don't I didn't understand the move. You gave a first round pick for Royce O'Neal. What are you? What is going on? Yeah, to me, a lot of teams were just throwing out a lot of money. Um, I look at the Knicks. I feel like the Knicks, giving Brunson all that money, I'm not sure, you know, what they see in him that I don't. I watch a lot of basketball. Obviously, I'm not a GM or anything. So maybe he is the answer to a third of their problems. I think they go from non-playoff team to uh, potentially – <laughs> uh, first round exit team. Yeah, if, if that's what they're really trying to build for, but I mean, other than that, I think that the Knicks were throwing away money. I was a little disappointed to see Bradley Bill. Um, yeah, I hated that. Re- like I, for so long, I've wanted to see Bradley Bill play on another team because he can literally score at will. Right. I don't think, I don't think he's guardable. And yeah, like for him to sign the max in Washington just shows me that. You don't want to win. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for it. If you, if you want to get the bag, get the bag. Yeah. Um, but I wish he would have signed elsewhere. He did get 251, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, kudos to him. I know Joker went crazy and got the biggest contract ever at, a, I think, 270. Yeah. So, Joker got, got the bag. So, very, you know, very happy to see that. I was a little shocked to see Levine. Mm-hmm. Still in Chicago, I thought he was going to be a trade piece um, around the association. I thought that would be like an interesting trade piece. Mm -hmm. So there were a couple of names out there that, you know, I've seen resign that we watch. I I mean, like like you said, like players are out there getting the bag. Like even P.J. Tucker, I think he got three years for like 30 30 plus million. And I think that's a lot for a player who averages like four points. Um, Yeah. plays, Plays defense, but I get it. I don't, I don't know if that's really going to be Philly's game changer, who is also looking to extend James Harden yeah. with, his, with his contract. And I think that we're also waiting on, you know, that to finally come out. Mm-hmm. 
any more NBA news? Oh, well, actually, Summer League. I meant to bring up Summer League because Chet, who I was pretty, you know, critical on, kind of went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Summer League, though. So. Like, it is Summer League, but he definitely, you know, turned up 23 points, seven rebounds, four assists, six blocks. Yeah. Six blocks is pretty hefty, so... I might have to walk back my Chet take um, <laughs> a little bit. It's still still early, obviously, but I may have to walk that back. Who else are you looking forward to, you know, getting to see a little bit more of in Summer League that Look, you man. can transition to first, the NBA? First off, on your Chet point, him and Josh Giddy are going to be a problem. <laughs> they, yeah. they are definitely going to be a problem. In yeah, OKC. I think Giddy like I think Giddy likes him a lot already. Look, Giddy, Giddy, people don't understand. Pete Giddy is really good. Like yeah. he is so Agreed. good. Agree. A six nine point guard that can do it all. But no, nah, um, to to your point, Keegan Murray is lighting it up for the Sacramento Kings. I don't know. I mean, he, he plays in Sacramento, so maybe they won't have a great year. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was gonna say he gonna light it up, <laughs> light it up, and they gonna win twelve games. <laughs> but Keegan Murray is is definitely a player that. I think can have an instant impact, um, especially shooting mm-hmm. the ball. He's doing a really, really good job. So far, I've seen two games of, of Keegan Murray, and I think yep. he's had 20-plus in each. So yep. we, that's somebody to look forward to. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely going to be locking in. Like you said, all the GMs will be in Vegas this weekend, mm-hmm. um, as you know, Summer League is underway. So I think that'll be something to look forward to. You got some basketball on, and then after that, Obviously, we got football starting back up in August. And yep. speaking of football, we got UCLA and USC joining the Big Ten. Yeah. 2024, what do you think that means for the Big Ten? Look, I mean, and it's reported now that Notre Dame possibly has interest in joining the Big Ten as well. So lame. <laughs> <laughs> what we're seeing is there's going to be three main conferences, three power yep. conferences, and that, that's how it's going to have to go. Yep. And, uh, I was going to say, I think it's going to be Big Ten. I think it's going to be, obviously, SEC. And then the ACC, I don't know, man. Like, I really feel like the ACC needs to lock in Notre Dame. They have to. Um, I, yeah, I feel like they need to lock in Notre Dame. Obviously, they already have them in basketball. Yeah. So, I think, it, I think it's pivotal that they lock them in for football just because the ACC isn't as strong of a football conference as it, you know, has been in the past years. Clemson's right. obviously... Not been great. <laughs> yeah, Florida, Florida State. You know we've been giving it up to everybody. <laughs> like you know we've been giving it up to everybody. Yeah. So they they haven't really been great either. And I think that you know Notre Dame. What what hurt them in my book is they don't have a conference title game. Yeah. So them them trying to argue their case for the playoffs, and it's like yo, all you have to do is join a conference. Right. Like, right. Like you join a conference, you win your conference championship. You're good. Right. Like, you're good. I get it. The TV deals, the money, um, it's big. It's a lot. Notre Dame's definitely getting that bag. Mm-hmm. But as we see all these teams, and even Oklahoma and Texas, they're in the SEC in right. 2025, I think. Yep. So, yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. It looks like the Big 12 and the Pac-12 are about to merge as well. It's oh, a, wow, yeah. Yeah. There's There was a list uh, of schools that have engaged in conversation from the Pac-12 with the Big 12 already. So, we could see three or four are just main conferences and that's it yeah man three or four main conferences in football basketball obviously they're a little more wiggle room in college sports because uh, i mean all the conferences are pretty good in basketball you never really know who's gonna have the dominant yeah. team obviously i love the acc and basketball 
But this year, I mean, SEC was good. Big Ten was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Pac-12 obviously was good. So you had you had a couple of teams out there maneuvering. But football, every year we know that the SEC is top tier. Big Ten has definitely been on the come up. Obviously, with Ohio State holding it down, Michigan this year, you know, holding it down, Iowa. Yeah. Even though I thought Iowa was garbage, um, they just play, <laughs> they just play really good. They just play really good defense. So I mean, we'll, we're going to see what comes of this, but I think that we are going to a big shift in college football, and I also think that this shift is going to bring a new eight-team playoff format. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that's what that brings. I think four teams they need to expand that. So. We'll see how that goes. It should be really. A, it should be a twelve-team playoff. Twelve um, teams, you think? Twelve teams? Yeah, it should be twelve teams. Would, would they have to cut into the regular season at all? Or is, I would I say, do, I just know that they don't like extending the season for college athletics yeah, just as much. We should do ten games. Yep. And then the playoff starts. Okay, I can see that. Ten games, and then the playoffs. Then they'll have to get rid of some of these non-conference games right. that don't mean as much, unless they're against the bigger schools, which I like. The, the week one clashes that we've had in the last two years yeah. um, where we have the biggest schools playing the biggest schools instead of seeing like Alabama play um, like a D2 school. <laughs> Allegheny State or something. <laughs> yeah. And when like 70 to zero, it's like, come on, guys. Like it should. Yeah, like, you're let, right. Let, it should be 10 competitive games and then the yep. conference, the conference championship game and then the playoff yep. starts. Yep. I'm hoping that, you know, eventually all the schools get rid of like the conferences as within the within the division or the divisions within the conference. Excuse me. So like the ACC getting rid of the Coastal and Atlantic and then just doing the yeah. the teams, ranking the teams in order of the whoever is the, the best. I agree. In the actual, yes. Like just like the SEC in Georgia, right. like in Alabama, how like they're on different sides. Right. Right. So, yes. I'm going to be, you know, keeping my eye on that because I think that's going to be something that they also get rid of. All right, man, some quick takes before we get out of here. John Morant tipping a waitress 500 and calling himself Black Jesus. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I, I seen the video. It was pretty, pretty funny. I think he was doing it. He was obviously being a pretty sarcastic. Yeah. Um, I think more so it, what was hilarious is like as they, they kept having the conversation, the waiter was like, wait. That's you. That's you? <laughs> that's you? That's you? That's you? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then she just ran out of the whole restaurant. <laughs> she, she took off like she was on Mario or yeah, something. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, she dipped out. Want to continue to throw the prayers up for Brittany Grinder, who wrote a direct appeal to President Biden mm-hmm. for her freedom. Biden, do what you need to do. Let's bring Brittany Griner home. I agree. Like, let's bring Brittany Griner home. And I mean, honestly, man, that's all I got, man. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Remember, it's hot outside. COVID is outside. Yeah. Um, actually, I know a few people that had to, you know, cancel their travel plans because they caught COVID. So, mm. guys, wear a mask when you can. If you haven't got vaccinated, I'm not even going to tell you to at this point. Um, it is what it is. But just be a little mindful and please continue to stay clean. Um, continue to wash your hands. Like, let's let's not jump off the hygiene train. Like, <laughs> let's stay clean and you know continue to support us. We appreciate it. And prayers to all those who are in need, especially the ones that are over in Ukraine, yeah. and to any of those that just need it out there. And thank you guys. Yeah, we're gonna continue to keep those prayers up for both Brittany Griner and the Ukraine um, guys. It is still nasty out here. People are still getting COVID. Wash your hands. Just stay clean. Try to wear your mask in the stores and the malls and stuff like that. Um, on a lighter note, again, we appreciate, you know, all the the love and support you've shown us on the social platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, 
and all the other streaming platforms you show us love on. That's all I got, man. Yeah, man, guys. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. And I have one word of advice. Please do not stay in the pool longer than two hours. You <laughs> will come out raisin prune, <laughs> ashy, <laughs> and, and, and crispy. So that is my advice to you guys. Have a great weekend. Hope everyone shot some fireworks over this 4th of July. But safely, put it in reverse, Terry. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> really thought it ain't no debate no way ain't no escape big dog eating off the plate cool breeze marks with the same flexed up now john cena rocked up more than serena wife a baddie looking like nia more drip more than a leader i'm at the wood i said i would get no mediocre i'm feeling like tip sound like to me we got us a hit they can't even drip line so savvy is the swag daddy red eye flights out to cali holding bags looking like a caddy penthouse vibes no addy